So this is a piece from a saver called Ber Yosef. Ber Yosef was written by a person named Reb Yosef Salant. Um, I'm not sure if he was a grandson of Reb Yosef Salant or he was related a little bit differently. He, he lived in Yushalayim. Um, the close with Ruben Zalib Benkis and other good early Yushalayim. Um, and uh, he has a Sefer Chumash which has some interesting thoughts. So I, I, I'm going to try and go through the piece. Um, it's there in the chat. Uh, I want to take out two points from it. So he, he's trying to understand exactly the story of the Miraglim, exactly uh, where the Mokham Tos was that the Miraglim made, etc. Um, so I'm not sure to do the whole thing inside because it's, it's a little bit long. It's four pages long. But he says interesting thought. So I'm uh, starting from Oisbeis, which is on the second page. So the Pesach says that and the Rashi means from Chazal that the Meraglim said that that the Bershom is is that the Kenanim are too strong for Kadosh Baruch Which is, I mean, it, it sounds absolutely ridiculous to say. What do they mean? Um, so uh, it's a double desire like this. The Shlos says, and the Kliyarka both say, uh, the Pesach says that they were, they were, they, we went throughout the land, we saw that they were Anshe Midos. So Rashi says that they were so big that you had to find a, a, a ruler to measure them. You had to come up with a new type of measurement system. Um, but the, the Kliyarka and the Shlos say, Anshe Midos, they were nice people. They, they're Midos Tevis. Now, the Pesach says that uh, Bershom tells Abraham Avinu, why can't he, he get Eretz Yisrael immediately? Because the Marim had not completed their full amount of Averas yet. They're in the land, and they deserve to be there for a certain period of time until their Averas will cause them to be removed. And they haven't done that amount of Averas yet. Well, if they're on Shemidos, they're good people. So it's very possible that the amount of Averas has not been completed yet. So now, so the Meraglim are concerned, and they tell Klaisa, we're concerned that we won't be able to have the schools to go into Eretz Yisrael because the Havtachat of Rabbeinu was predicated on the fact that they're going to, what Rashi said, like, it brings like, brings like Hazal Rashi in, in the, in the bris, Ben Absorum, where in Parshish Lech Lecha, it's a concept that Bershom does not, does not punish a nation, until their measure is complete. So they haven't reached that stage. So Bershom, therefore, based on the Hanhaga, which he had put on himself, that he will not punish a nation until he reaches that stage. And he said specifically in regards to giving Ertzel to Abramovinu, it hasn't been reached yet, so the Bershom can't... So it doesn't mean the Bershom is physically not able to. That's ridiculous. It means the Bershom has bound himself by a series of rules which would not allow him to do this. Um, they were good people. That they're going to come back because the the pile of the the emeriums of Eris has not been completed yet. They can't be kicked out yet. Their have not been the, the level of error that needed to reach to be deserved to be thrown out. Was not competed yet. 
Uh, but that was incorrect. That was the, that was a mistake on their part. Okay. Then he says they said when he abandoned Kachalavim. It says the next point he says that that the Muraglim pointed out that the we were in the eyes of the Kanadim like like Chagovim. So Pasha Taich is discussing the size issue again, but he said he approaches it from a different approach. Chazal um, refers to that Chagovim are like are like Ganovim. They come and they grab something which isn't theirs. So if we would take the lands before their 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 various have been completed, we would be a Ganovim. So rightfully so, we should be perceived as Chagovim in that sense. So that's what he suggests based on this approach. Well, what what the Muraglim's mistaken thought process? The next step is we can't we we can't do this. We would perceive as Ganovim. Okay. So that was um, t- p- part of their mistake. Why were they Ganovim again? If the, the the land belonged to the Canaanim until a certain stage, and till that stage. Um, Till that stage, the Jews, if you take it before that, you're, you have oh, no right to it. Oh, so if we would attempt to take the land by force, ah. so we're, we're, we're going to have him on the land. So that was the mistake, that, that was the, his suggestion of the mistaken thought process. Now, um, in, the next pair, in the next column, page two on the, on the, set, on the left column, uh, the bottom paragraph, he goes to a different point. That they said that So they described the, the people in the land that they were very very strong. Um, they were in, in significantly fortified cities. And uh, we saw that the children of the Anok of the of the giants were living there. So the um so the Shlo says the Mephorsham asks what did they do wrong by saying that? Moshe told them at the beginning of the parasha, They were told to check out the, the strength of the people and the, and, the, and the state of the cities. So they were told to do that. And they came back and they did that. And we said, oh my gosh, how can you say that today? Like, you, know, you, you asked me, that, that, was, you, that was the shlichus. <laughs> So that was the question. That, so that's the question she brings that the Ramban and the Kedah asked, asked the question. Um, the Shlom says an approach like this. Um, so, so now the question was, was like, right, Rashi was beginning the Parsha that the, the Kaisal asked for the Miraglim. Like it's, it's like it's, it's, it's explicit in Parshas Devarim, but like and they said with Nifshach Anoshim Lefreno Lach Belonas Oritz. Shalachon Hashem Rashi says Ladayitzchol. You're not mukhiv to send them. Rashi gave him a shush to send Meraglim. Why did Rashi agree? He says so the Shlos is a fascinating idea that Rashi wanted Klaisel to see how difficult it is to, to conquer Eretz Canaan. So what was the purpose of that? Why would the Russian want them to see how difficult it is to conquer Erdogan? It's going um, So the beginning of the third page, in the right column. 
The Bershom wanted to make, let's, let, let's rephrase the question. Kleisla has to, re, has to conquer the land. So the Bershom could have set the situation up any way he wants. He could have made the Canaanim meek, weak people living in open cities. It's easy to mow them down and take the land. Why did he do that? Why the Russian set up that? The, why the Russian set up that? You know, that the land. Rashi says that the, the, the that you think power was challenging the Laman Alf Malachim and Canaan were much worse, like much harder to conquer. So why the Russian tell set us up? We have to go to a land with the most difficult people in the world to conquer. Like, what does he want about that? He wanted that it should be so clear that it's, that you didn't do it yourself. It should be so obvious that it's impossible for you to do it. That when the Yeshua comes, you'll understand it's from a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Leida, the Kinsiva Baruch Hu, Lirus, Bechazek, Omehor, see the cities. Leida, Sheyavsha, Bateva, Lukhwisham, and you should know that's impossible based on natural events to win. Kabashomer, Moshe Benu, Shema Yisal, Toiber, Ayyam, Lavesh, Goyim, Gedolim, Matsuvim, Mimeka. They're greater and they're more powerful than you. Orm Gedolim, Matsuvim, Beshemayim. Nobody can withstand them. And therefore you'll know that the Kodesh did it. So the purpose of this whole, this whole Mare was, the, 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 actually the purpose of the Mare was to, the Kleisel should see the Kodesh running the world. And trust the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Um, he says, "Tiva Hashem is Baruch Hu b'shtichu l'maraglim ha'yadar b'lehepech shiru be'neim sheyevshel lichol kabshem b'derachatema." The Russian actually wanted this. The Shlach Kodesh says that that the Russian sent the maraglim that Kaisel should see it's impossible to win. B'derachatema. Russia was going to be the one who's going to do it. Okay, but what did the, what did the Miraglim do? The Miraglim saw exactly what they're supposed to see. But their conclusion was, oh, it's impossible. Now, so he says, so now he t- says the following thought. I'm not going to read it inside. He says, beginning of the of Bereshis, Rashi says that the purpose of the of Bereshis is, is that Klaiso should be able to have an answer to the Umus Arlam that were not listed when we took Eretz Israel. So what's the answer? Where's where, so? What is the answer? So it says in the it says in the Torah that uh, we get, we we get it. Oh, so we come to Rambam and say like you know like you know, people the Ubersalim say like, you're a Ganovim you stole you stole the land from the Canaan. And we'll say well hell of it. it says in the Bible that's ours. Doesn't seem to really be so effective. He says we're making a mistake. He said imagine like this. Imagine that. The, the 
And everybody who's willing to see says, you know what, there's no way the Jews could conquer this land. The Jews are a weak nation. They're, they're, they're slaves. They're just of Egypt. They don't, they don't have the armament. They don't, they're not trained. This is the most powerful nation, nations in the world. They're, they're, nobody can withstand them. They're in fortified cities. There's no way to capture the land. And they capture the land anyway. So what happened? Clearly it's a it's divine intervention. Oh, so then it's theirs. <laughs> but imagine the Jews walk and say, you know what? It's easy. And they mow everybody down. Oh, so you're going to open. So who gave you right to mow everybody down? So Bershom Adafka set it up that it was the most difficult place to conquer, that it should be Therefore, that Klaisel should have a good answer to the Umas Elam, why they were right to it. The answer is, you know what? Listen, it's clearly a God. It's clearly a miracle. Miracles don't happen for a reason. Most people are supposed to get it. So the, the Russian has set it up specifically to answer that you're, you're telling you're, you're Chagavim, which means you're like an oven. No, you're not. The, the Russian set the whole system up to create a, 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 a version which is so obvious to anybody that it's not Kaisal doing it, it's a Kodesh Baruch doing it. So there's, you have time to explain to God, don't leave me out of it. Okay. So, Venir um, Bebir Bezeda, on the second column, on the, le, uh, the left side, this, this, the, the left column, the second paragraph. Devanim Hoya Kibosh Ha'or Tzvader Chateva, if it would be a natural event, we wouldn't have a clear way to prove to the world that we have a right to it. But if the, the conquest was impossible, it's impossible. This is now they, they they're not they haven't sat in the mid for forty years. They 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 just left Israel. They've been running. They're moving around. The, the they haven't rested. They're not a well rested. These people are in their cities, shek and ashan and safe and comfortable. And you're moving around the desert. So then, they're going to beat this nation nobody else can beat. Clearly, it's a divine intervention. And that's it. And he brings the post which supports that. That's shot in the, in the Rashi in the beginning of say, preparation. That was supposed to be the answer. So, I want, so the, it's a fascinating point. Then he goes back to how he answers why, the, what about the fact that they were Anshemidus, that, that was a, mis, there was a mistake on their part, that we're Anshemidus. It goes back to that point. And I just want to focus on this, on this idea, two points. One, a personal issue in each person's life, and one on a, on a national level. 1948 was in many ways, as equal or greater miracle than 1967. You had a ragtag of people, Holocaust survivors, people who were, were ravaged in their bodies, many of them, with no armament. The high ground was, was given to the Arabs by the British. You had the Arab Legion, which was the, one of the best trained armies in the, in the, in the world, was trained by the British, the Arab Legion of Jordan. 
you had five nations attacking this ragtag army with 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 no tanks, almost like you know they had a few propeller planes, you know you know little dinky planes. And, and it was clear there was going to be a massacre. So imagine after that happens, the Jews get up and say, "Listen, claim to the whole world. There's clearly no way we could have done this on ourselves. It's clearly that God did it." And this is our, this is our land because of divine right. And if you don't you don't believe it, just look at the miracles. So yeah, you don't like the fact that we're here. Speak to God. You know, you Allah people say, well, where 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 was Allah? No, Allah, Allah, Allah. No, where were you, Allah? You know, God. What happened? God gave it to us. Sixty-seven. The Jews said God gave it to us. Combination says we're Kazlanim. We're not Kazlanim. God gave it to us. But the stupid Jews came along and said, we're so powerful, we did it. So they, they have nations say, yeah, you claim it. You're so powerful, you did it, you stole the land. So you want to know why they're complaining we stole the land? Because that's exactly what, what exactly happened by the Miraglin. The Torah says, if you, if you recognize this God, and you recognize it's a miracle, and you're willing to say it to everybody else, they have problems. Listen, listen, what do you want from me? You don't like God, speak to God. Right? But, but they said, oh, you're powerful. You think you're so powerful. So then you guys love him. It's mamish. I mean, you know, it's it's mamish. It's a description of of of, of, of what what happens. This, you know, it's it's, it's you know, I just it, you, you read it jumps off the page at you. You know, that's on a national global level. There's something really to think about. You know that that uh, I think that if you want to where, where some part of the mukham of the of the toast that uh, that these nations had that the, that the Jew, the nations complained and the Jews response. I want to talk about a, more, a much more practical issue. So here's a fascinating thing. So Kaiser was presented with an impossible task. So we have two ways to interpret it. Let's go back to, like, why didn't God make this, you know, an easy easy fix? What did he want? He could have made it, that, again, that the, that the Canadian were these meek, weak people who was, when they hear the Jews who come, they all run away and say, you know, we surrender, we give you the land. I mean, he could have done that. Right? We have situations in our lives. The Bershom could have put us into a normal family situation. Bershom could have given us money. Bershom could have given us, you know, he, Bershom could have given us any, any, any situation without these challenges that we have in our life. Like, we never asked that question. We start with the reality on the ground is a reality. And now God's supposed to deal with it. So God, like, you know, we're, we're starting with, like, the facts are given, and then we want to know what, what's supposed to happen next. Why are the facts, get the, why are those the facts on the ground? Yeah, you know, you have a difficult life, you're right, but, but why? That happened Mikra, that happened because the brush gave it to you. So now what's supposed to happen, but it, it, we need to always ask that back question. Why the Russian do this? The Moroccan should say, well, well, why the Russian, if the Russian wants to see with them, why did he make it, that seems to be so impossible. Uh, must be he doesn't want to give it to land. Well, he didn't say that. He said otherwise. So it must be that he wants it to be obvious. That, that was the thought process which was supposed to take place. But in our own lives, say, well, why did the Russian give me these difficult situations? Clearly he doesn't like me. That's usually like the response that people come along with. So we, we need to have a moon and a Kodesh Baruch The Bershom loves Klai Yisrael, and he loves every one of us more than we love ourselves. So then, clearly, he has a good reason why he's doing it. I don't know what it is, necessarily, but if I can start with, the, with the, the thought process of whatever situation I'm living in, I'm being given, it's clearly given to me by God. It's not that that's what those... 
You know what? I have a difficult life. Now, God, what are you going to do for me? Uh, why do you have a difficult life? Like, wh- what do you think the purpose might be? Let's try and probe that. Because clearly, Bershaw could have given you a different life if he wanted to. And the reason why he gave it to you is not because he has something, he has a grudge against you. So now what? If we would ask that question, I think we would have we would approach our challenges in a totally different way. So I think that that's a, the point that the, the Bar Yosef is, is saying. I think is a really enlightening thought um, to how to approach difficult situations. Was what the Meraglim were presented with a difficult situation, and um, instead of asking this question, they went with like, you know, well, clearly this is the reality. This is the reality. Now what? The gap, what's supposed to happen? Can't, nothing can happen. Right? As opposed to saying, why was that the reality? And clearly, clearly there must be a good reason why that's the reality, that the Russian has a plan. Because if, 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 if Russian made the reality, clearly he has a plan. Right? But if the reality is a given, so then, then we can ask God, what's your plan? And that was their mistake. Their mistake wow. was that they didn't say, well, clearly the Russian made the reality of this. It doesn't make any sense to make the reality of this. It must be he has a plan. And he has a good reason why he's doing this. So let's try and figure out what the reason is. So the Bershom could have put me, you know, into a situation which was much easier or whatever reason. Clearly he didn't. It must be he has a good reason. So let's try to figure out what the reason is and see what we could do with it to try and live that, that, that thought process and live with that thought process. I think it's a fascinating, he opens up a very interesting way uh, and very important way to how, to how to approach difficult and challenging situations. That was, a sh- that was the thought I wanted to share with you. I'm going to apologize for not being mom later because uh, I'm still on a, a crazy schedule. Um, but I think that's uh, definitely some, uh, something to think about. Okay, have a good Shabbos.